You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Tony, Tony, let me ask you a question. Some fans are out there saying... I don't want to leave me. Let me ask you... I'm going to tell you, what I'm trying to do for me right now, I'm trying to fix it so I don't have to work for nobody but me. I don't want to leave no more. I don't want to end up like George Floyd. So what about, about Dad? I, I, I know Dad started it, everything, but it's about my life. I no, I I, I put my life on the line going to these shows. Now. I know that now, Tony. I, I understand. If that don't if that don't wake me up, nothing will. I don't want to die. I got that's you. why I, I don't want to go to Boston anymore. No offense to you guys, I don't want to come there anymore unless I absolutely have to. Understood. Understood. I don't want to George for my wife having a stroke, the coronavirus, made Tony out to say the best freaking thing for Tony to do is keep his black ass home. So did, <laughs> so did you think did you think you should have reached out to Dan and say, hey, Dan, I just don't want to travel anymore because of uh, brother, everything that's gone. Brother, brother, don't you think I did? Mm. Okay. And what was his response? Brother, nobody listened to me. I'm black. Did anybody listen to Obama? Very talented man. Nobody, he's black. Nobody listen to what black people got to say. Yeah. It's been like that. We gotta. We all got to freaking grow up. I have. How many times? Now, okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. If Dan Marola have fire tornado. We be talking about it. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. This black man fired me. Do you talk about it? What? You only talk about it when when somebody fired the promoter. This part the first time in history that the wrestler got to fire the promoter. <laughs> Most of the promoter when the promoter fired wrestler, nobody give a crap. Nobody cares about us. We had all of us wrestlers have to learn to care about ourselves. What happened when Dan Morello ain't around no more? Who gonna feed Tony Atlas? What happened with Molly and, and, and the fire? You know how many times people call me and give me freaking shows and cancel on me? Yeah. Mm, mm. How many times do you think that happened in my life? Countless. Imagine a lot. Countless. Thank you. Sure. Well, let, let me ask you this. Sure. Scott, see, the, the, see, this is not about Dan, even though people try to make it like that. It's not. I love Dan. I like Dan just as much as I like you guys. Oh, really? Dan helped me out a lot. He's jealous. He did the best he could. But I found out that I could do brother by myself. Now, what's wrong with that? Nothing, Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. 
Larry, this guy, see, these, these kids, the problem is my daughter and these young folk. This is the problem. It ain't about that, but these young people that like Tony Atlas, they're telling Tony Atlas about, about all this. It's like that lady told me about the bus. The it goes back to, Tony, you don't have to walk. My daughter been saying this to me for years. Well, Tony, I got a question. My wife been saying this to me for years. And I never, and if, I will tell you something, if it wasn't for the coronavirus, Tony Atlas would not be on Facebook. If it wasn't for Mark Henry, Tony Atlas wouldn't even have a fucking cell phone. You wouldn't be talking to me that one for Mark Henry. Right. No, I understand. Right. Look, can I can I ask you I this? I just learned that I can take care of Tony. You know how America's always talking to people about take care of yourself, do your own thing? Right. No, that, that ain't what they mean. When they say go to work, what they mean is go to work for me, not for you. Understood. And then as soon as they, somebody decide that I could do brother on my own. What that old saying, y'all smarter than me, I'm just an old hillfellow from the hills of Virginia, <laughs> that if you, eat, if you give a man a meal, or if you teach him to fish, how did that go? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that one. Well, it's certainly down south, they say, you, you, your fans would tell you, somebody out there that listen to this know exactly what I'm trying to say. If you give a man a meal, he get one meal, pretty much what it's saying. But if you teach the man to fish, he get many meals. Well, here in New York, we say if, if you, you give, give an inch, you take a mile. If you <laughs> give a man a check, when a check runs out, the man is done. If you teach a man a trade, he can make his own check. There's always this conflict when the workers decided to work for themselves. See, I live in Maine, and I think what is happening, I'm becoming a Mainer. See, Mainer, pretty much most of Maine is all small businesses. Everybody up here is, is a small business. I know all the business owners up here. The only government jobs up here is the police department, fire department, and the hospital, and everything else. Small, all small businesses. We don't have big corporate businesses up here. We got a few like Walmart and, you know, McDonald's, you know, just, you know, the, the, the basic, but we don't have a lot of corporate, uh, uh, everything is all small business. When I go to eat, I, I go to all these small businesses eat. When I shop, you know, I shop in places people never even heard of before. I went today and got me some fried also at Max Seafood on Manning Avenue, the best, uh, the best seafood on the planet. By the way, Tony, James Earl Cash says, teach a man to fish and he'll know how to feed himself. So I think no, no, that's no, what no, you're no, trying to get. Hey, when we get off this phone, I want you I want you to text that to me so I don't mess it up. Okay. Like so, so, Tony, okay. I, I want... Yeah, I want that to me when you get chased. All right. So, Tony, I want the fans to understand, you don't have a problem with Dan. You've no, just decided to do Dan. your thing. I, I, I wish him all the best. But, but, but I told Dan I'm very busy on developing something for myself. What's going to happen if somebody called me for a show and then they cancel me? What happens if we get another COVID shutdown and all the shows get canceled again? I mean, we're all looking for WrestleMania on it. What if all that shit gets shut down again? Now what Tony going to do? So, but basically, Tony, there's no heat. You've just decided no. to sever your relationship, and you wish no, him the best, no. right? Well, see, Dad got pissed off because he had a lot of stuff planned for me. I understand that. So, you know, it's two sides to every story. You know, he was hoping that he could get more out of me. And I was thinking, I don't want to die in Melrose. George Floyd changed a lot for me. Y'all got to remember, I'm not white. I see this stuff, man. Let me tell you something that I saw on TV that really woke me up. Woke me up. When Joe Biden was having that meeting there with Putin and China, did you see that on TV? Go on. And he was saying something about human rights to that Chinese president. Human rights, right? Yep. The guy told Joe Biden to look into the mirror 
Before you talk. See, what we got to realize today, we got to realize today, whatever you say and do, when I did my first virtual, I got one guy from uh, Ireland, from Germany, from uh, England, to buy my, to buy my artwork. We are being watched not only, not only by Americans, but the world. Everything we do, everybody see. Going back to Mark Henry, I learned that in 2008 with old Mark Henry. I was, I was talking about a map. It's on the freaking internet. A map. A map. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck cares about Tony Adams getting a nap? But it was enough to put that all over the internet. So what are we saying do? Let the world sit and watch. And we set the example. We are the example setter. That's why I would never, as long as I live, never talk bad on air of any American president. I wouldn't do that. That's stupidity. That's like go to uh, the Lantern Hall and tell them that the New England Patriot quarterback got a bad arm. Wonderful. Thank you. See, in the older days, they used to have spies, you know, like uh, W07. Yeah. W07. Yeah, James Bond. We don't need, you don't need no spies no more. Hey Tony. All you need is a computer. One last question before we go. Did you no show? Did you no show Dan, or did you tell him you weren't coming? We mean no show. People, people are claiming that you no showed his show last week, and that's how this whole thing started. Or did you just tell him, "Hey, I'm not doing this anymore"? Brother, brother, brother. You just told me how it started. Yeah. Okay. You just told me. Dad told you. <laughs> I got a computer that was started at. Tony Atlas found out that he could be independent. Understood. That's what started everything. How dare you, Tony, thinking you're independent? <laughs> That's why I told you just my story. It goes back to the bust. B-U-S. I learned I can catch a bus to go downtown on, when it's raining, or when it's cold, or when it's snowing. I didn't have to walk in the rain. Didn't have to walk in. I can catch a bus. George Scott told me, Tony, you could get a car. You don't have to depend on other people to drive you. Mark Henry said, Tony, you could get a rental car. What about you? Said, well, y'all don't because y'all. I didn't work for you guys yet. Mark Henry told me about the cell phone. Technology did this. Got nothing to do with that. The coronavirus did this. George Floyd. If you was big and black like me, would you want to go somewhere? Be honest. Me? No. Yes. I wouldn't. No. If I was big and black, I'd faint. All right, Tony. I'm small and Tony. I'm small. I'm, 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 I'm small and pale. <laughs> yeah, hey, brother. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. If you was big and black like me, you would never disappoint a woman inside. That's, that's for sure. All right. Oh, you dear would, Lord. You would feel that cage. Tony, we're going to let you go. I want to thank you for joining us. We love you, and I'm going to see you soon. I really appreciate hey, you brother, coming brother, on and clearing the air. Brother, I'm going on. Dan is okay. It's just that I figured out that it's easier for me. Y'all got to realize, do you think I'm young? No, I don't. Well, I think you're in great shape. But... Hey, hey, brother, when you become a senior citizen, Oy. you don't want to do shit. Oy. I can wait. I can wait. Ugh. All right, Tony, have brother, a great... You don't know what I'm saying. You ain't going to understand nothing I said is say of 30 years from now. Oy. I will. All right, Tony. Tony, we're going to let you go. I'll talk to you uh, during the week, my I friend. I know you're mad at me. You won't talk to me no more. Good night. Love all of you guys. Hey, I love Easter. you. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Easter. I love you, brother. Hey, you got to tell me the same to the fans. They love you, too. Happy Easter to the fans. You want to tell them? 
No, no, I want to sing to him. Oh, go ahead, brother. Oh, You're God. on. Hit it. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. USA. Mr. USA, Tony Atlas. Well, I appreciate the fans watching. Look, want to discuss it real quick? Sure. Got a lot of fans out there. Sure. Siding with fan, with Dan. A lot of fans siding with Tony. Tony's over uh, it In fact, already. I want to address That's one fan out here. He's over it. <laughs> and I think it's important. JC never quits. He put M&P fakeness siding with Tony. Losers. What? First of all, here's the situation. we let him talk? Here's the situation. Okay. You're a, you're a winner, too. Tommy typewriter. So my 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 point yeah. here is, it looks like Tony didn't want to work for the salary he was being offered and decided to call it a day. Right. Dan, on the other hand, runs a business and a huge part of his business, I assume, is Tony Atlas. So it's a right? it's a decent chunk of his videos okay. lately. So sure. okay, from what we saw. All right. Sure. So the point is okay. is that you've got an impasse. So there's no good bad or bad guy in this. There's no good mm -hmm. cop, bad cop. Yeah. It's I don't want to do business with you anymore. Right. But hey, right. you know, I expect you to do business with me. And right. no, I don't. And then there's right. probably some hard feelings. Right. Right. There's some points that some fans brought up I thought that would were, were, were great. That hey, um, you know, how does he afford Marty Janetti mm -hmm. when he can't afford Tony? Mm -hmm. How does he afford John Senior Senior uh, sure. John John Cena's, Cena's father, senior, right? Sure. When you can't, or Tatanka, right? Or whatever, right? I don't know. I have no, right. I have no idea, right? I have no idea, right? Well, I tell you what, uh, Tommy Typewriter, when you get your own show, you can ask your own questions, but you don't have one, do you? Anyway, there you go. That was interesting, and we got to hear Tony sing too. <laughs> do you feel I'm right in what I'm saying? Yeah, or? yeah. The, the way I see it is, is that by the way, Tony is is, and uh, for those who like to call people names on keyboards, you might take a you might take something from Tony. You can tell already, Tony has no ill will. Tony made a business decision. I agree. And Tony moved on. He didn't just. He could have come on and called this Dan fellow every name in the book, did he? Nope. No. He did, did he take not. the high road? Yes. Yes. And and this name caller out there wants me and you to attack him. You attack him. Get your own show. You're a tough guy on the keyboard. On the keyboard. Russell Campbell says, preach, Jimmy, preach. Oh, it is what it is. Here's Look, the deal. Again, I'm not going to lose any sleep when we get the 98 thumbs up and the two thumbs down because, you know, I'm not going to lose any sleep over you. Again, I so, don't want... I just thought... Thank it, you, Russell. We are personal friends with yeah. Tony. He's a mm -hmm. good, good man. He's always yeah. been good to us. Yes. He reached out to me and told me there was a problem. Right. We discussed it like right. friends do. Right. I asked him to come on right. because I didn't want fans to think ill will of him sure. because I had heard some things that were being said sure. about him. Sure. And if it was a fact that he didn't, like, you know, showed him and promised to be there, right. I don't know if that, right. I believe what Tony told me. Right. So my right. whole point is this. There's an impasse. The relationship is over. Right. I'm sure Dan will do well with his uh, show mm -hmm. without Tony. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Tony will do well. Right. I mean, we are talking about a right. Hall of Famer. Right. An actual... And I know for a fact that if this had ever happened with us and a wrestler, I know for a fact there's one thing we wouldn't have done. We wouldn't have gone public. We would have talked to him privately about it. We certainly wouldn't have started going public, if you understand what I'm saying. Gotcha. You know, at least in the past, I haven't seen that really be our, you know, MO, unless, you know, somebody really gave us a drilling. And we don't know them well. Listen... I love 802 Blues. But Tony, Blues. we know well. I love you know? 802 Blues. He's Compared to some of the wrestlers. He's always supporting our show 802, yes, I'm, okay? I'm, I'm aware. But he okay. certainly is a Dan or a Boston That's wrestling fine. fan. He's upset with what's going on. I want to tell you this. That's fine. Okay? 802, I don't know if maybe there's some uncomfortable situation where they don't, that Tony doesn't want to talk to him okay. anymore. I don't know. Okay. But we, I think we have to respect the fact that Tony wants to move on. Right. And that's, you know, that's what we have to do. Right. Right. 
And I still don't understand the public going after him. You worked with him for a year plus. You certainly must I value each other. The, I think Dan jumped the gun. But why do that? There's no need to. Well, we wouldn't have even known about I it. Understand. You know, I understand. I mean, we, none of us would even be talking about this if he had kept it private with him and Tony. And again, Tony's not the one to go charging to a keyboard. Let me write some stuff. So I want to. I want to leave it with this, and I. I want. I want know? the fans to understand this. Six. I'm just going to say this because Tony didn't. Six hours of taping. Yeah. Two hundred dollars. Right. Six hours of video cut right. in premieres. Right. Right? Viewership paid by YouTube. Right. 200 hours. Six hours of taping. Right. That's all I want to say about this. Right. That's the only facts that I know. Right. Okay? Again, if you make an agreement with someone and that's what you want to do, that's great. Fine. Mm -hmm. Do it. Mm-hmm. All right? But eventually you decide it's not a good deal for you anymore. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have ramifications from that. No. Six hours of taping for $200. Right. That's not including transportation. It's not including food. It's not including lodging. And I'm not saying all that was part of it. $200. Does he? Six hours of taping. Does he? Does, 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 does. I don't even know if Dan even realizes what the rates are here in New York. That is like, you're giving them nothing. That's not up for me to decide. That's their you business agreement. You know what I'm saying, But though. I understand your you point. You know what? That's what I'm pointing that out because you pointed out yeah. the numbers. And right. I know damn well in New York. What, are you kidding? An hour? I don't even want to get into it, but oh, my God. That's really low pay, you know? George, I 31531, mean, how much did we pay Tony to call in today? We paid him absolutely nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Tony is appearing at one of our sponsors, Tag, yeah. uh, in May mm -hmm. for a um, like a, a festival. Mm -hmm. So Tony's going to be down there, and that sponsor is paying Tony to come down. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, what so is what is the, what is the point anyway? Like, oh, would you pay Tony for the phone call? First of all, we didn't. But second of all, when you have a show, guys, I don't want to shock some of you out there. It's not free. You have to invest money into it. You have to have sponsors. You yeah. have to be able to do things, supply cash, to do what we do for you every week. So, yeah, you know, no, we didn't have to pay Tony for the phone call. But in the future, if you see somebody calling in from Skype, maybe we did. It's a business decision. Right. This is a business. Oh, God, guys, do we have to explain everything? No. I, sometimes I feel like we do. Well, I think Tony had to explain Farrell, this just now. A, I think you did a good job. I'm with trying. And people are going to believe what they're going of to course. believe. Of course. Of course. Real quick, we're almost out of time. I just want to get your viewpoints on the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, 2020, Batista yeah. gone, right? Not in there. JBL, Bella Twins, Jushin Thunder Liger, British Bulldogs, the NWL. Right. Okay. 2021, Molly Holly, Eric Bischoff, Kane, and the great Khali, William Shatner, and Rob Van Dam. Right. Thoughts on that? Uh, totally thrilled about Rob Van Dam. Obviously, he's one of my, probably my top five all-time favorites, and I'm just thrilled for him. Uh, a celebrity, I couldn't think of anyone I love more than William Shatner. He's Captain Kirk, so I'm happy about that. The great Kali we discussed already. Uh, Kane is a no-brainer. Uh, I saw what you wrote, the Bella Twins over Moolah. Look at you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm not high on the Bella Twins, but I understand why they're going Real in. Real quick, I want to answer you James know? Earl Cash. Yeah. So, James, you wrote Monty Nefaro. Are you familiar with Don Tony? I think you'd be interested if Monty Nefaro had Don Tony as a guest. So, guys, we we don't want to be a, a, a podcast. We want to be a broadcast. Right. We got into this just to have fun, and it's kind of took a leg of it, uh, you know, a life of its own. Mm -hmm. We got a bunch of sponsors. Sure. Um, got I don't cable, want. I don't want to. I don't want to compare ourselves to a Don not Tony. I, I will give you my opinion, though. Okay. Of Don Tony, I'm not interested. But I think I mean, the guy. Opinion, I think I the am. guy is a very well-spoken guy. Okay. Um, I think he I'm knows his wrestling. Really. Okay. But um, personally, I don't like him. Okay. Okay. There you go. Fine. So I do know about him. Yeah. But personally, well, I don't like him. Yeah. I mean, if I can. Give my disclaimer, you know I don't get involved in anything local. Absolutely. I talk to you privately about what we would like to do for the show. I'm always thinking big like you're always trying to, you know. Hall of Fame is a joke without tent in it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I look forward to the Hall of Fame all the way. The Hall of Fame is the Hall of Fame. And, and trust me, when they get in, they're pretty damn happy. James you know? Earl, you're asking why I don't like Don Tony. I'll just give it to you in a nutshell. Um, 
And I don't want to keep talking about this, bro. So no, I apologize. I, I don't really. Uh, I'm good either way. The He's, few times uh, I have watched, first of all, I know a little bit about Don Tony's past. Mr. Big have told me a few things about him, right? Interesting. So Mr. Big, Big's been in that land. Right. That's number one. Okay. So the things he's told me about Don Tony on a personal level, I didn't like. Mr. Big's a number good guy. Number two, a on guy. a few shows, Mr. I did Big. listen to Don Tony on. Um, I'm not a big fan of someone that just tries to get himself all, all over, right? We're trying to do a show to entertain the people. Whether we entertain you or not, is that's up to be questioned, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's but we're not about getting ourselves choice. over. I'm not a big fan of people that, that, that try to get themselves over. So, James, I don't know if that upsets you, but that's what I'm telling what I think. Hey, you know, James, you're allowed to like both shows, too. I'm, I'm says, cool with sorry that. Sorry that brought it up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> if you um, like both shows, that's fine, too. You know, just like us a little more, please. Thanks, bro. So we posted, to, we posted today on social media that now yeah. we've been a... Hey! We are the elite! April Fool's. So it's an April Fool's <laughs> joke, everybody. Uh, we are not part That's of the so elite. so mean of you. I was believing it. I called you at 6.07, woke you, and, and the missus up. Uh, I heard the plates being thrown at you. you Why go. is the Farrell calling at 6.00? <laughs> we're elite! We're elite! No, we're not, you <laughs> idiot. It's April 1st. I would like everybody uh, to join us this Saturday from 10 to 12. We're very excited. We're having WWE Money, Inc. in studio. Um, hmm. It's going to be a big one. Ted you, DiBiase, along with IRS. Are you bringing a basketball? Right now, where we are don't bring know a basketball? if we're going. By the way, Mr. E-Face, WWE Hall of Fame without Cindy Lauper is garbage. There you go. I can totally now, agree with that. Now. Thank you for that comment. That is way more valid than Earthquake. Now, here lies the <laughs> Although issue. Although Earthquake, I would like here to see it. Here lies the issue, and I don't know. I would like to see Earthquake in. Rumor has it that Cindy Lauper has turned it down numerous times. I believe times. it. And if that is the case, there's nothing it. we can do Boy, about that's it. Sucks. But boy, oh boy, would I love her. Boy, but again, oh Money Inc. in studio. Now, I don't know if we're going to do DiBiase by himself than IRS by himself, okay. or we're probably shooting for them both on the couch together That's for a cool. two hour interview. That's cool. So we'd love if you all joined us for that. And then on uh, April 8th, okay. we have. Is that this? This is this. Can that, you tell I, the fans? I, I want to say that we're bringing in John Alexander Arezzi. Promoting his wonderful book, Matt Memories. Yep. It's written by Mr. Rizzi himself, uh, along with Greg Oliver. Uh, my wildlife in pro wrestling, country music, and with the Mets. Wow. That this guy, guy is diverse. That guy has <laughs> oh one hell of a career. If people don't know who John Rizzi is, he's, he's like a godfather of wrestling events, but he also... Wrestled Dusty Rhodes at Madison Square Garden? Wrestled Dusty Rhodes. What? The guy is awesome. unbelievable. Very excited to have him. There you him go. On. By the way, Rob Delaney, Ivan Koloff not being in is oh, a joke. Come on, but of again, course. we don't know about, you know. Of hey, course. I totally, I totally agree. Anyway, uh, I don't want to get too into it. Uh, Farrow, any parting words for tonight's show? First of all, I want to thank everybody for joining us. I want to thank everybody for being respectful on both ends. If you were anti-Dan right. or anti-Tony, you were respectful. Right. So thank you right. for that. Yep. Um, Again, please go to the www.MontyNafaro homepage, or webpage. You can order Tony's artwork there. I will tell you that 100% of the proceeds go to Tony Atlas. Bingo. We don't take a share of that. There you go. Uh, parting words there, Farrow. I just wanted to uh, tell the fans, you know, hey, enjoy who you want to enjoy. There's, there's many things out there on the Internet to enjoy, you know. Um, I hope that uh, you enjoyed Tony Atlas uh, saying his piece, and I hope you respect the fact that we let him say his piece. And that's basically it. I mean, if you've noticed with us, when we're alone, sure, we've got our strong opinions, but when we have a guest, he's a guest. We consider him a guest in our home, and we are hosting him, and we allow them to have their say. Okay, so I'm sorry if we don't just go right after somebody because we may disagree with them. That's really not the way the world should work, folks. So just be more patient with people who don't always agree with you, and you might find yourself liking all sorts of things and seeing each other a little more halfway. You know, and that's enough philosophizing. I feel sick right now with all of this. You know, what am I, Gandhi? Get no, me the no, hell out of fine. here. Where's my sandals? Oy. Anyway. <laughs> By the way, watch trains go by respectful, except for me, so I apologize for saying what I did on your platform, for not not saying it. Listen, brother, it's all good. People care about everybody out there. Yeah, we're passionate. We're about peace and Fine. love. Again, we're also about honesty. I sure. got no problem with anybody. I am a huge fan of all of you guys, and I thank you for coming Absolutely. in and tuning in every week. 
We love you guys. You guys make the show. Yep. And uh, without this guy to the right, well, there would be no show. Without this I want guy to, to the left, there'd be Atlas, no show. And I also want to thank Dan. I don't know Dan personally. Sure. But I want to Why thank not? Dan for he probably knew this show was going to happen. Okay. And uh, okay. there was no bashing or anything like no, that. No, so no, no. Respect to you, Dan. There and you respect go. for everything that you do for these uh, legends sure. of wrestling. We sure. do respect that. Absolutely. Anyway, this has been Mike Monty. This has been The Pharaoh. And until Saturday, get your bank accounts ready. <laughs> Later. fighting with me all right should i take one or take two pills but anyway i took them and i managed to get to sleep and i got up early and worked out and had a good breakfast and got over to the studio and you know everything went fine friday i mean man we blazed right through did great so it was it was all good you know i never even mentioned it to dan that i, I thought that was a little bit you know i didn't I, you know it was okay. It smoothed over. Although you know that seed is buried in there somewhere, right? Sure. <laughs> the seed is still in your soul. Like sure, why didn't sure. You make sure I got there. Man? Right. Shit. So you were trying to write it off as shit happens, and and You're let's right. let's go do what we got to do. I got yeah, you. Yes. Let's get our shit done, and and we did, man. Friday was beautiful. It was so good, man. That you know, after the first day, we went to a nice Chinese restaurant. Had a great time there. I wish I could name think of the name of it. It caters to the boys. Got. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of the, of the boys' pictures autographed on the walls, and it's a nice ass place. Hula, 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 I, I, I ain't gonna try it. But anyway, that was a uh, Friday night, and like I said, <clears throat> again, I got oh, I was so lucky. There was a nice gym right there at the hotel, and I had not worked out in a gym since the first surgery, seven months, so six and a half months. So I was so happy to get in, do my little rehab stuff, and then do some weight workout. And then second day, again, a good-ass workout. Uh, got my meal, got back over to the studio. And you can see, <clears throat> for for the people that might be crossovers for each, and they watch Boston Wrestling uh, on the uh, YouTube, you'll see in about three, now it was the third third hour that we, episode that we were doing for Saturday. Um uh, I mean, we were breezing. So that'll be five, six, seven on week eight. Mm -hmm. You'll see. You can see a change because I'm always like happy and bubbly and you know love doing our our things. That third hour, I started getting quiet because I started getting pain in my ankles. For whatever, I may have pushed the workouts. I, that's the only thing I figure. I pushed them maybe a little too hard, which is something my doctor was concerned i would do hmm. he said because we know each other we played football together and uh and he knows my work ethic from for with sports from high school and college okay so he's like i, I know how hard you're gonna do don't overdo it and there's a possibility i did um but i mean everything was fine as far as you know dan and i are fine that mid third hour i uh, started having pains and it was getting i didn't want to work more filming right I don't want to, like, but I have, I'm reaching down. Y'all will see, like I said, I'm reaching down and, I'm, you know, massaging the ankles. I'm realizing, but don't, you know, make it obvious. Uh, and then it's probably, we got halfway through that third hour, and they got to burn. They, they burn. I mean, they feel like they're in a furnace, burning. 
And again, I didn't want to touch the pain pills yet because I want to make sure I can get through that whole weekend. And uh, I, man, Dan was talking about it. We, you know, we always reviewed it when we were in the 90s. And some of the guys, you know, what did I think of this? Whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, he's talking away, and I'm, you know, I'm sitting there like, don't make a face, don't, you know, because pain was showing my face a lot. And I'm thinking about how I'm, how's it looking, and and I missed. I'm, I'm like, oh shit, I don't know what he's talking about. Oh man, I hope you don't ask me a question. You got that but, absorbed in your own pain. I got you. Yeah, Go on. Yeah, and okay. and so I, I, I'm. I look over at him, he looks at me, and I'm, I thought, oh, shit, don't ask Dan, don't ask a question. But he, he goes, are you okay? And so it must have already started showing on my face. So I'm like, and I didn't want to, you know, say much, but I'm like, yeah, I'm struggling a little bit. You know, just a little bit, trying to play it off like it ain't bad. Um, but it was hard to get through that last, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And when we got through with it, that was our third hour, right? I told him, I said, man, look. I, I, I got a blank on you. I'm so glad you didn't ask me a question right then. I said, uh, if it's going to happen again, I'm going to do the iron sheet. I'll chop my chest. <laughs> That's letting you know I'm starting to blank. Don't ask me something right then. And, uh, yeah, he's like, okay. And uh, we got into the fourth hour. And sure enough, it started happening. I'm like, fuck, I caught myself on. And he's looking at me. He's looking at me like weird. And I'm like, he goes, what are you doing? <laughs> and he did he just i guess he totally you know so he was so absorbed in getting our material done hmm. and uh i said remember what i told you this is gonna mean and he's he said uh oh <laughs> i forgot and, and you know we got through the fourth hour i was like what happened you were fine when you talked to me you were just down about something and uh i called after that i it didn't work, and I, I called a girl that I know from Boston, told her I, you know, I needed company. I didn't need to be alone. Mm. And she showed up you know, 20, 30 minutes later. And again, remember now, the intent was to get up in the morning and go to the gym. That's That was my main thing, so to rehab, you know, the shit, and get a workout. Um, she got to the door and opened the door to see her. <sighs> Just, you know, not, some people will understand, but... Um, I remember seeing her there with a bag, like overnight. I figured overnight bag. I don't know what else she had, might have had in it. And um, you know, I smiled to see her, but it must have shown on my face because she's, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and I was like, "No." And she hugged me, and it was felt so good. It was not meaning sexual or nothing like that. It just felt like she was really hugging out of, of compassion, and uh, pretty much. The next memory I got is going to the studio Sunday and Dan not letting me in. And I, I couldn't understand it. Now, remember, this is my memory. It's not what actually happened, according to Dan, and I believe him. Um, but when I got there, he had, um, I couldn't even tell you if the girl uh, stayed over or not. I mean, I called her and found out later, but. I, I had no idea. I just knew that he had a guy pick me up that I was getting out of the car with. I kept calling him Eric Clapton because you, you know that song where Eric saying, Would you know my name? Sure. If I saw, he saw me in heaven. Mm-hmm. It was how his hair was. All this guy's hair was exactly like that. So I kept calling him Eric Clapton. He's a great guy, too. Love him. Uh, I got out of the car, went up to the studio, you know, see through doors, and there's Dan, and he won't let me in. And I'm, I'm, I didn't understand it. What the hell? And and I'm like, Dan, what are you doing? Because we got work to do, right? I'm telling you, this is me, and I was confused as hell. And I get, I don't remember if he told Eric Clapton to uh, to drive me around for a while, or called him and told him, but it, he just wouldn't let us in. He cracked the door a little bit, and I wanted to get in. He said, No, no, go right around for a little bit or something. I was confused as fuck. I was like, what the hell? And we got in the car, rode around for a bit, and you know, I'm talking to this guy, and I couldn't even cut up with him too much because I'm like thinking, what are we, what's going on here? And it crossed my mind at that time, okay, wait a minute. He gave me half my money up front the first day, and he's going to give me the second half 
after we were done. I'm thinking, is he trying to get out of paying me the second half? That was what was going through my mind. Okay. Um, and, and boy, it started. Then everything. Now all them seeds before. Okay, that Thursday night was shit. He didn't care to pick me up. You know, but Friday went well. And Saturday, he wanted to overwork me while I was hurt. You know, my mind starts perpetuating and, and getting worse. You know, on man, what the you know fuck? It was going to a bad place. Um. I don't know how long but we went back to the studio and I guess we did a couple episodes uh, which Dan, and I'm going to believe Dan because I'm telling y'all that I don't remember what happened with that girl until, the, so I've got that big blank, so something off, obviously was off with me. Um, Dan Dan would have a better uh, you know, recollection of, of how things actually happened. And, and in hearing him, I, you know, in that review you were talking about, yeah, he had said, um, you know, Marty showed up and he was just so out of it. I don't know what the hell he did Saturday night, but he couldn't do nothing but make everybody mad in the studio and uh, had somebody get him out. So I don't actually know if, because I remember Eric Clapton taking me up from the, uh, well, me riding from the hotel. So I don't know if he sent me back to the hotel to, sober up if that's whatever that's what he was saying <clears throat> he'll go sober up and then that was the second time we came to the studio and i just don't remember none of that whole first but anyway that that caused uh, you know me to be in that place where this is bullshit this is bullshit this is bullshit and i figured you know what we got the live show tonight and i can't really be that mean i love dan to death and i knew i couldn't be mean to him but i needed to be if i was getting ripped off and and um understood i i i right before the hell to sell i still had remember i bought that half pint and i had half of that left so it's nothing but a couple of shots but i had taken that took a couple of pain pills and thought oh, now i'm gonna cut loose on the live because he can't edit shit out when i ask him questions and <laughs> for those that saw it it was a disaster and i was i was ugly to dan you know i shouldn't have been I kept telling him he didn't to pay me. He's never shorted me. He's never even come close to it. He's never shorted anybody in, in like whatever, 19 years. But that's just where my head had gone with all that shit that I'd gone through. And, you know, I, I'm sure that he kind of bothered him being called, just basically saying, are you a thief? So, you know, on front and live TV. Uh, at one point, I think he flipped the money over to me. And I'm like, all right, so what and What about this and what about that? I think I started bringing up them little damn things, needling them on it. And he was needling me back and getting back because he didn't appreciate the money thing. <laughs> One time I said, well, where's my damn money then? It was still laying there. <laughs> he already gave it to me. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, that 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 was a bad thing. And, and I, I just contributed to uh, – I had a bad day at the office. Um and, so, and, and I can still don't understand what happened from that Saturday night. I asked that girl, uh, I'm not going to say her name, but a lot of people might know her. Uh, she had a pill that she gave me the night before. Uh, she said that hers was for a nerve pain. She said, it'll help you. you See, I gave you one of those, and, you know, that was it. And she, I guess she said you did a, she had a shot, a Jack Daniel shot or something. <clears throat> and she goes, but that doesn't bother you because she knows, you know, my party in you know, ways too. That didn't, that didn't bother you. But uh, she's, I, she goes, you just, you kept just mumbling. You called me three different girls. <laughs> you called me Carol one time. You called me a Tania one time. She, she was telling me these names I was calling her. So mm -hmm. I guess I was out of it. And Marty, maybe just Marty, over. Marty, despite the fact that your your memory of Wait. the actual Sunday was hazy. You have to at least be disappointed that working with this guy for quite a while, how did he not sense that you, your pain threshold was going to go into overdrive? Why did he keep pushing you? Okay, that, now that I've told y'all everything came straight with everything, the whole world knows how. I got, I'll answer that, but you got to answer me one thing first. And I've been real, so be real with me. Sure. All right. Um, and I, don't, I, I understand, so it doesn't matter what the answer, but just be honest with me. Mm -hmm. Why would y'all want to show a... A hit piece on me when you heard how bad it was why y'all are my boys i thought i was y'all uh, no 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 no. i wasn't going to show a hit piece i wanted to see the video 
I asked him to see the video. I wasn't going to show you on there. That wasn't, that wasn't, I wanted to know what happened. I want, listen, you've been a friend of the show. You're a good guy. And I wasn't watching the show. People had told me what happened. I tried to go back on to see what happened. I wanted to see if yeah, you were okay. Curious. And you know what? what? So we're being 100% honest yeah. with you. I was going to go put this on the show. I wanted to see what happened. Yeah. And then right, I was well, a little, I, I was even you. more disturbed that he went to social media and basically said that you've got major problems. And I didn't think that was right to do either. And I again, either, but so we're into five, we're getting ready to do five. Right. It took enough of the edge off, but it didn't take it all. I knew it wouldn't, mm. but that's fine. I just wanted to get some off. Okay. And the reason I'm telling all this shit, it'll make sense in a minute. Sure. Um, so we got through five, and I was like, now there's a break, you know, because we were doing a, a, what do you call them, the virtual signing live later. Okay, okay. And I would give me a two, three-hour break to just relax and you know, stay at the studio, but go lay somewhere and just relax and hope that, you know, everything passes. He was like, our, our studio guy in charge, you know, in the, in the room, hollering something. I'm looking at him, like, what are you talking about? He goes, let's keep going. I said, do you know what number this is? Because I, I knew exactly what number. And he goes, well, I don't keep up with it. Uh, I'm thinking, well, I do. <laughs> that's mm. how we judge what we pay. Mm. And uh, I thought, well, that's, uh, he knows I'm hurting. Why would he push it today? Because I figured, okay, maybe we're just going to do four tomorrow. You know, but I was just thinking, that's kind of shitty a little bit, you know, because I'm hurting. Right. And But... You know, we did it, got through it, and but then it didn't leave us much time before the, the live, so no rest in between. Went right in and did that, and uh, you know, usually on them live virtual signings, as was the case Friday night when we did them, I cut up with the, with the fans. I love to, and I, I mean, I don't even care what kind of crazy questions I got, I'll sure. take them. Sure, if we have fun with it, you know, yeah, and um, you couldn't do it that night. I mean, it was hurting that bad, and I, I hated like not cutting up with them and just probably looking like I was bored. I wasn't bored at all. Mm -hmm. You know, I just wasn't feeling good. Right. And it had not, I'm pretty sure it was those workouts in the gym because it had not been hurting me like that for a while. Well, Marty, um, I don't think it helped you to have to walk in the airport either. I don't think that Yeah, that no, helped. that first night, I mean, it, no, I'm sure it didn't. No, I don't like think it I did. Said, yeah. uh, you know, it, what it is is little bitty things that accumulated. Um, I'm not saying Danny did anything wrong. He's, He's very aware of my pain because he's got uh, a bad pain too, and he's got, he's got whatever it's CDRS or some kind of thing that from a car wreck with the sheik. You know, he's one of his legs is real bad. He has to take a lot of uh, medicine. And his pains, he told me the other day. He was telling me how it'll get so bad. He was having one of his days a few days ago. It's so bad. He goes that he's glad he doesn't have a gun with him. Cause it hurts that bad, and I, I clicked with him on that. Cause I know that feeling, bro. As I felt, I thought that same ass thing. Like, fuck this, I can't get any. And I couldn't get the liquor. Will always kick it, you know, for a little bit, Marty. But Mar but you got to be careful, cause with me, too yep. too much of it takes brings out an evil MJ. So and listen, Marty. Here's the question for you. So everything seems very like the whole story seems docile. Of course, I wasn't watching, right? People were writing me after the fact. Here's my issue, and I want to understand something. It seems like you and Dan are on better terms, but oh, you're um, great, man. but we're, here we're... here lies here lies the problem. After okay. this whole situation goes on, he goes on Sunday to talk about your multitude of problems and that was you that need Sunday help. Or, or the, or it was after it was a, I think it was a week after or a couple. Yeah, of the people on, on the people could tell. Again. If you're working with someone and you have a falling out or whatever else, uh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't a work. Well, here's, let me, I'll, again, pull it all together if I can try to do it like two minutes. Okay. Um, Saturday night, uh, you know, I even kept telling them, listen, listen, I mean, we were doing uh, eight by tens, signings, uh, wasn't going good anyway. And, you know, we got to do the same thing tomorrow in hell in the cell, just do it then. I'm, I'm like, wrap it up, wrap it up. You know, and he, and he, he says like three different times, okay, last chance. We're about to wrap it up. Shit. <laughs> uh, I'm like, quit telling him that. Let's go. 
but finally it was over. We consider ourselves a broadcast, a not a podcast. <laughs> but I would say that many of the shows are all friends in commerce, but we hear things that go on. And right. uh, Tony Atlas, who contacted me after he was on Dan's show and wanted to speak to me about some things that went down with Dan and him and a actually asked me for advice on it, mm -hmm. which I did. Uh, and yeah. Tony decided to part ways with Dan. Um, again, some people believe Tony, some don't. With you, can you tell us what what happened at the start of that Boston wrestling thing and what led to whatever happened? Because, again, I asked uh, Dan for the video, but he wouldn't give it to me. Um, can, you, can, you, can you tell us yeah, what happened? I'll give, you, I'll give you the whole weekend. I'll just explain to you that from, it's going to take about five, ten minutes. That's fine. Uh, when's our next break? Five minutes? Yeah, about five or eight minutes. Go ahead. All right, I'll try to get to a good part by then. Um, it, it, we go in Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, and we do five episodes Friday, Saturday. So, well, you know, five a day. Um, come in usually the night before, pretty much always the night before, and leave, you know, that Monday morning. That's been our routine for about a year. Okay. And, um, it's, you know, loved it. The, Second surgery I had now, now two times ago, which would have been I don't I don't know, but eight, 10, 12 weeks ago, came in and, and did great. It was the left leg surgery was was uh, just about healed up. Everything was good, and um, got through most of that pretty good. Then this this past time when I come in, I had just had the right ankle about two months prior surgery on it, a uh, uh, a joint replacement. Anyways, it was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just getting past it, you know, all the pain and stuff. Right. And, and thinking, you know, feeling pretty good because there's my doctor who's one of the best in the world, Dr. McCluskey, Leland McCluskey here in Columbus, Georgia. Um, you know, he's like, you're so far ahead of schedule. It's unbelievable. He said, I knew you would rehab it fast, but you're, I've never seen one heal this fast. But he, so we, um. You know, we were very positive on it, and uh, I was looking so looking forward to start training hard, get get myself back in shape. Don't know about if I was going to get in the ring or not, but at least I could, you know, do some good things. And uh, Friday, Friday, Thursday night kind of set a tone a little bit, and what I mean by that is I got in late. Dan did good. He got me to the latest flight he could because, you know, I don't want to spend a whole day not working. Um yeah, but I got in there. I don't know how he did it. He got me in one that got in at one o'clock at night, you know, up there in Boston. And it it just, I, I'd already had seven hours of traveling by then. I mean, because I have to drive a couple hours to get to a shuttle service in Columbus, Georgia, to go two more hours. No, I'm sorry, an hour to get to it, to go two more hours to Atlanta Airport, which got to be there an hour and a half early, then a two and a half hour flight up to Boston. I had seven hours of transit already okay. the time I got there. Okay. At one, one in the morning, and you know, Dan is for the whole year that I've been working with him. He's always there to pick me up with somebody. Um, wasn't there, but he called me, and he goes, "Go to uh, uh, the, the there was a hotel would be there with a shuttle service, which was fine with me." And he told me what was that over by the limos. Now I got this boot still on my right leg, you know, the the one that's still still it ain't a hundred percent yet. And uh, there was a little bit of a walk, and I got there, and I waited and looked around and waited and looked around and waited. Well, I called him back. I said, brother, ain't nothing here. And and he goes, are you in the right place? I said, I'm right where you told me. And so I wouldn't ask one of the limo guys. There was one guy there. Now it's like 1.30, uh, almost 2 in the morning. One limo guy there, and he goes, yeah, right here's for the hotel. I called him back, said I'm in the right place. He called again, and then he said, he called me, he said, call this number, this is the hotel. They'll tell them what's going on. I called them, and they said, shuttle's not there because we stopped at 11 p.m. We Ooh. told your guy that. Ooh. <laughs> you know, this is a hell of a time, and, and, and you know, to be going through all this at the mm -hmm. airport and somewhere in Boston. I called Dan back, and he said, you know, F it, I'll get you an Uber. And he says, go where, go to where, find where the Ubers. And I did. I went up to the limo guy. I said, where are the Ubers? He pointed, you got to go over there. And it was like a damn quarter mile walk. And I'm like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. 
I got one crutch and one boot on. I ain't walking that damn far. You can't even see how far I had to walk. Boston Airport. Oh, no, nah, man, you ran me in the ground yesterday when you knew I was hurt. Oh, no, nah, man, you just don't want to pay me my other half. You know, all, all that shit festered out. That's all it was. Because well, none of it's true. Well, the first two things were true, but it was, it was Dan wasn't trying to do that. You know, it's just things happen. Shit happens. Like y'all said, shit happens on the road. Listen, you, you said it. It's a bad day in the office. All is forgiven. I'm glad you guys made up. We look forward to seeing you on the Marty party. And I got to tell you, Marty, you sound great tonight. I'm so glad the way you sound. And I want to thank well, you I'm again. I'm going to be good. I mean, that was something I was telling Dan. He's like, I'm going I'm to set you up to help you out. I want you to get, get rehab. Rehab ain't going to do shit for me. Look, man, rehabs I've been to. I've been to high up ministers. Uh, preachers. I, I, I've gone to friends. I've confided in friends that had the same issues. But I won't say Jake Roberts or Scott Altman, but I've gone to guys that had a problem with my <laughs> Yeah, well. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> and, and nothing is going to work until I can do it for myself. Rehabs are, are damn work, first of all. They might work for nine-to-five type of personalities. You know, mm. a, a nine-to-fiver not putting them down, mm. but does not live the lifestyle and have the personality of a wrestler not even close <laughs> not even close yeah I totally yeah, get it so the rehabs i mean all that is is a pub a pr stunt <laughs> like hey yeah. he's trying hey, Ma shit, marty if work. i can if i can get this in real fast uh you know just coming from my point of view dude we'd okay. never we would never put a hit piece out on you and besides as far as this relationship between us and you goes the only one who's ever done any hitting is you no that's true so there you go Okay. Ow! Ow! <laughs> Ow! You got me on that one. Wrestling fans around the corner, around the world, I'm Dan Marotti. And I'm John Cena Sr. Johnny, the fans just haven't asked for it, they have demanded it. This August, we're headed back to Tampa for Wrestle House 2. WrestleMania weekend, we brought you Sinister Minister James Mitchell, TJP, Demolition Smash, Al Snow, Dutch Mantel Zeb Coulter, JTG of Crime Time, and WWE Hall of Famer Gerald Briscoe for in-depth interviews and live interactive cyber autograph signings. And if you want our Wednesday Night Wrestling Insider Special edition episodes to continue, we need your help to bring these superstars' careers and lives to life. Bringing you free content seven days each week is an expensive proposition between appearance fees, air travel, renting the house, the equipment, and everything that goes in to a week of shooting. We can't do it without you. As we prepare to return to producing live and ring events, help us bring you the superstars and legends of yesterday and tomorrow by visiting Indiegogo now and check out some of the great rewards. Wrestling fans, it's going to be a wild week in Tampa the first week in August. Get ready for Wrestle House 2. This is Mick Foley. This is Harley Race. This is Shelton Benjamin. This is Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. This is the Monster Abyss. And this is Daniel Bryan. This is JBL, and you're watching the MWF. Be there live. All right, wrestling fans around the corner, around the world. Another video I certainly was not planning on making here on July 4th weekend. Even though it's about 60 degrees here in Boston, I'm a little heated up because I'm getting the texts. Uh, not even worth naming, but there is this talk show, I believe it's in New York, that for whatever reason tries to latch on to uh, things that go on on this talk show. 
I mean, I can't imagine the lack of creativity that goes into that, where, um, you know, with everything that goes on in wrestling, that they have to try and create programming around what goes on here in this studio. But I, I'm a little lurked just based upon the, uh, the description of the video on how we went out of our way to take advantage of Marty. So I actually watched it, uh, and it sucked. But you know what? I just want to stress before this even begins, this is not a Marty Gennetti hit piece. Marty and I have had 95% positive conversations almost daily since he got his phone back, since he went back home uh, from his last visit here. So I want to stress that. Marty Gennetti is my friend. I care about Marty Gennetti. Marty knows I've gone to great lengths to try to open some doors for him to try and get help that he doesn't believe he needs right now. And Marty is an adult capable of making adult decisions. But keep that in mind. They are his decisions, his chosen actions at the end of the day, for better or for worse. But as far as that man goes, I want him around as much as we can have him around. Were there issues with the studio after what happened with that live watch along? Yes. Were there issues with the studio as far as the condition he showed up in? Yes. Were there issues with the studio with the way he showed up for a day in February? Yes. Are there issues with Chairman Manolian as far as him appearing at live events that I'd like him to be at? Yes. So it's unfortunate all around, but at the end of the day, when it comes to the talk shows, those are my babies. As far as the live wrestling goes, the whole situation has been complex now for about 10 years. I may have co-founded uh, MWF along with Neil Manolian, um, but like I said, I'd have to write a book to explain what's going on since mid-2009-ish. But anyway, that's not what this is about. So I get a text message to say, oh, you got to check this out, Marathi. And I, I'm just the type, I really don't care because I have so much of my own work to do, but they said, you know what, look at the title. And I saw the title, and it pissed me off. So I said, you know what, 